On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we are recording this midway through the second period, which generally means the Lightning are not playing well. We get into all that and as well as we touch upon the previous victory, all that coming up and more right on Locked On Lightning. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danku. Danker. Thank you for joining us. Totally butchered my own name there, so that shows you where I'm at right now. But the reason why this may be coming out a little bit early is because I got a little fed up with tonight's game. And that's where we'll start off. But before we get into that, please go ahead. I humbly remind you to subscribe to this podcast. We're available wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. We are available as well on YouTube. So go ahead. We are also available on Sirius XM as well. So go ahead and download us there. And yeah, you know, before I get into the whole, I wouldn't call it a catastrophe, but I, I am very unhappy with this Tampa Bay Lightning team right now because the whole and, and let me back up and i'm sure if you've been a listener of this show at least for this season you kind of know where i'm gonna go because i've kind of been saying it all season long and i'm just kind of fed up with it uh especially in recent weeks uh and, and let me just refresh those who are maybe joining us for the first time and if you are thank you and welcome to the show there has been this mentality in tampa bay and Basically, it seems as though it has started since the Lightning won their second cup. And it's just setting bars for ourselves, which I don't believe is right. And the bars are, let's let's just step back. After they won back-to-back ups, let's just get into the playoffs. Okay, I get it. You're a little fatigued. Then again, now in hindsight, it kind of pisses me off. We'll talk about that at another time. But just to make my point, we're setting a bar. Okay, bare minimum. Let's just get into the playoffs, see what happens. Instead of let's drive to win the division, whatever. Moving on. Last season, let's just get in the playoffs. Again, not playing particularly well coming off of Stanley Cup losing season. And this team starting to look a little shaky, starting to really kind of have some pieces uh, not there. You know, a lot of players kind of starting to depart from this team uh, that were on those that were such a huge part, really, of the Stanley Cup winning teams. They lose in the first round of Toronto. Okay. Fast forward to this year. Let's just get back into the playoffs but that's all sidetracked when Andre Vasilevsky is injured has surgery and it is announced that he's going to miss the first couple of months of the season let's just stay at 500 until he gets back got it and now here we are 
And the Lightning have not been playing well. Let's just say it. They have not been playing well. They have not been playing consistent. They just have not looked like a team that can compete in the long term in terms of getting to the playoffs this year and advancing past the first round. This looks like a team that the way they play, and I will save something real quick. I'll 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 step aside real quick to say from that point is that the whole the whole mantra of let's just get play 500 hockey until Vasilevsky gets back you know that was with the understanding at least for some people I didn't feel that way at the time and I'm sure some of you didn't either that this lightning team wasn't going to play well because they didn't have Andre Vasilevsky in that well surprise surprise to those who thought that way. Jonas Johansson has played phenomenal this year, at least compared to maybe the expectations that all of us would have had in a guy that has not had a whole ton of starting opportunities in his career. If any, Uh, he's been predominantly a backup goaltender. He has not been the problem. And through this first month of the season, he has Really, you know, if you look at his numbers and maybe you put that against possible projections that we might have had for Andre Vasilevsky, pretty much, you know, give or take a couple of points here and there, kind of the same same ballpark, right? So clearly he isn't the issue. And if you're watching the games intently, he has not been the issue. Yeah, he's gonna he's missed a save here and there, and that's you know that's to be expected from some of the best. You know, Andre Vasilevsky last year, there were some a, a multitude of not even some a multitude of saves that he should have made at certain times and just didn't. And a lot of us contributed that to fatigue and and all this and that. And now, if you want to put on your tinfoil caps, possibly could have been playing with something. And we kind of spoke about that a couple of weeks ago, if you want to go back and find that episode. But what I'm saying is that this team has not played up to expectations, and it's been for the same thing over and over again. Having said that, when this team does play well, like we saw them play, in the first period of the Maple Leafs game. And then I will say in last in, in Tuesday night's win against Montreal, this team looks very, very good. And I know that's a complete contradiction of what I just rambled off there in the opening minutes of this podcast. But when you look at the Tampa Bay Lightning, they are a very good hockey team. They have the talent. They have the wherewithal, the experience. They have a good, I I would even dare to say good chemistry. A lot of guys on this team clearly get along with each other. They clearly like each other when they talk about each other. They, you could see just the camaraderie on the ice. Uh, It's a good fit. But, Damn, are they inconsistent. 
and just really at this point in time unable to play 60 minutes i mean we we're not going to go over the disaster that was monday night at you could go back and look at that i'm you know i got over that as soon as they won that game on tuesday night and that's what we're starting off with because like i said at the top we're not i'm not getting into all that with 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 tonight's game just yet i'm kind of giving them a little bit of a grace period and we will check in with them in the second segment but what i'm trying to get to with with really trying to jump into i know i rambled a little bit on there but what you saw in the Montreal game should have been a very positive moment for everybody. Everybody that is at least a Lightning fan and plays for this team and supports this team and all that. Um, we saw fight in this team, which, you know, consistently I, I think that has been hard for this team. And what I mean by fight, I'm not saying like this team doesn't try hard. They don't go out there and they don't try to win games. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying that this team does, um, they they go out there and they play at a hundred percent, or at least try to. And you know, there's a difference I think that we could all agree with, agree on when it comes to hockey, at least that there's going out there and playing a hundred miles per hour and playing a hundred percent effort, and then there's going out there and trying to put out a hundred percent. And and I know that might sound confusing, but the best way I can describe it is the eye test. You looked on Monday, this team, I'm sure they were going out there with the best intentions through three periods, but the energy wasn't there. Whereas even as the game went on in Montreal after that first period, I thought this lightning team was giving it their all and you saw it and it was just enough to get by a lesser Montreal Canadiens team. Now, would have that effort cut it for a Boston Bruins or a, a, a Toronto Maple Leafs or maybe a, a Carolina Hurricanes or just pick a top team in the league or New York Rangers, just pick any team? Probably not. Now, could they have very well played the same exact way on Tuesday night, like we saw on them on Monday night, and it just looked different because of where Montreal is right now? Absolutely. But I'm not going to sit here and be super negative. I think this team still, regardless of how concerning it can be, to see them kind of fade as that game went on. I mean, it was pretty much a carbon copy of what we saw Monday night. The only difference is, is that the lightning won this game and they did it in regulation which anytime the lightning are able to keep a game in regulation i think is really a blessing um i'm just really worried about this team when it comes anywhere remotely close to to um overtime but yeah i i didn't have a problem with the way this team played i just wish we could have seen a little bit more in the second period, you know, if they kind of started to falter in the third and that was it, I would have been fine. I, but it's, it's one of those things. And, and I've spoken about it here on the podcast multiple times and, you know, it, it, it might sound a lot easier to talk about it and predict it, or just kind of looking back with hindsight to say, you know, this, there are games given how the lightning are susceptible to playing and how low they could fall 
you look at certain matchups, whether it be very good teams like Toronto or teams like Montreal or even tonight with Chicago. You know, if if you would have asked me last week to at uh, what out of these three games are you expecting the Lightning to lose? I probably would have said Montreal in tonight. Just because the Lightning, like I have said, and I've beaten this point home a million times, the Lightning do not play well against bad teams. And I'm, I'm not going to call Montreal. And Well, Montreal is kind of a little bit more towards the lower tier. Not as bad as San Jose. San Jose, I think, is like borderline pathetic. But Chicago, perfect example. Lightning have struggled against them where... They're this young, energetic team. They're not, they know they're not going to the cup final anytime soon. They're probably not going to sniff a playoff spot for a couple of years, but they go out there and they play hard because they're a young team. They got something to prove and they want to show themselves that they could play against teams like the Lightning. They could play it, they could hold their own against a Vasilev. I mean, a, a Kucherov and a Stamkos and and list goes on, a Hedman, Chernak, all that. And those are the games lighting lose. And case in point, look at how they played against Ottawa and Detroit the last couple of years. And now that Detroit's good, that makes it even scarier. What's going to happen when Chicago is better? What's going to happen when Montreal gets better? Granted, like I've said, Lightning and those other franchises are in other places in terms of their development right now. The Lightning are at their peak which is kind of a ridiculous thing to say out loud considering how bad this team, or I would say bad, underperformed this team has done. How how they haven't lived up to really the expectations that we have on paper for them. Um, having said that, I do think that, I mean, I don't know how it's going to be done, but I think that I would rather have these issues now rather than closer to the trade deadline. So Lightning could kind of take a step back, figure out what they need, what needs to be done, what pieces they may be able to get um, in the coming weeks, coming months, hopefully. Um, I don't expect the Vasilevsky addition to be anything substantial. Um, let me know in the comments below what you think. I don't, like I said, I don't think Vasilevsky is the issue. I don't think goaltending is the issue. Uh Matt Tompkins the other night got his first career win. I thought he played very well. I thought he showed a lot of poise, a lot of maturity, and it, it's really the guys in front. And it's not wasn't so much defense. It was just it, it was just poor mistakes, uh, mistakes that we all know the Lightning are susceptible to making, and all mistakes that. The Lightning, for some reason, I, I think it just goes back to the coaching staff. A lot of people blame Jeff Blaschel. Um, you know, the defense needs to get better. And, you know, this team could score four or five goals a night. And, you know, with a regular team, that might win your games. But when you're giving up almost as much, if not more, it's not going to help. So let me know in the comments below what you think. And coming up, we'll be talking about... This game, this this uh, <laughs> this this ridiculous game that is going on tonight, which, like I said, you know, I I punted on. I'm sorry, I punted on it. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it tonight. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get into that. 
in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about our friends over at Jace Medical. Now, if you haven't heard about Jace Medical, listen up. Now, we spent a lot of time together on this show. You and I, we get fired up on wins and losses. Who starts and who sits? I'm thankful for that connection we have today. And I want our chat to be a little bit more personal. I just learned that you get a one-year supply on ED medications. You realize what that means. Bring on extended travel. Bring on the next natural disaster or supply chain issue. You recovered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you could refill your generics for Cialis, Viagra, or Revisho prescription and this is possible because of our friends at jace medical so go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12 month supply on your daily medication remember to use the promo code locked on at checkout for a discount as well go ahead if someone you or if you or someone you love would get some peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily medicine you could also go to jacemedical.com they got probiotics they got all this stuff it's great even if you know you think you're never going to use it. Better to have it, not use it, than to not have it and need it. So remember, that's promo code locked on for $20 off your purchase at jacemedical.com. So moving on, we're going to talk about this just oh, this 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 frustrating game against the Blackhawks and just the update you know obviously by the time you may listen to this the game will probably be over uh but we are in the second intermission it's 5-2 Blackhawks Corey Perry night uh Corey Perry makes his triumphant return uh for the for the Blackhawks excuse me and just to recap Anthony Sorelli opens up the scoring in the first period uh, and then he got Bedard scoring another one. And and I knew, I knew, and I, I, I know some of you might not believe me, but a guy like that, I mean, just the guys that are always hyped up, and I'm not just saying rookies, I'm just saying the guys that are just the superstars. The Matthews, the McDavid's, now Bedard, uh, list goes on. Those guys kill the lightning in recent years. And when you look at those guys, when you look at those superstars, and and I'm, you know, it, it rattle off a superstar. I guarantee you, in the last couple of years, especially last year, uh, they did a very good job of making the lives of the Tampa Bay Lightning hell. My thing is, is that when you look at a team that is supposed to have, or at least I would imagine has, Stanley Cup aspirations like Tampa Bay Lightning. When you're going into a matchup with these teams and, you know, you don't even have to have championship aspirations. You just have to be a team with some sort of coherent, um, coherent plans. You're going into this game against Chicago Blackhawks. And you have the first overall pick and he's playing so far well and living up to expectations you kind of figured that the lightning would kind of do a little bit extra work in preventing him from scoring. Well, guess what? Now he has two goals tonight. And on the other hand, you know, you also, like I said, Corey Perry night back at Emily, the moms are also traveling with the team. 
not that that's really important, but I would imagine guys are extra jacked up on those mom and dad trips to be playing in front of their parents. Corey Perry's there. He's back in his return. Kind of figure he's got a little extra adrenaline going. And you let him score. And, you know, you look at the shots. Lightning out shoot the the Blackhawks 14 to 10. And then 10 to 9 in the second. Bringing your total for 24 to 19. And it, and it's just... It, it, it's, it's just one of those things where... I look at the schedule, and this is why it's so frustrating. I look at the schedule, and I've spoken about this before, and you know, I never want to say that or or at least guarantee that the Lightning are going to win a game because anything that's taught me with this team over the last couple of years is that there's no such thing as an easy win. There's no such thing as a guaranteed win. And, I mean, Monday is the the – going to be the concert reminder. It, it, it's one of those things where you kind of would imagine given what had what's going on this season thus far in the NHL, the parody or, uh, you know, the lightning. Yeah, they're struggling right now. But listen, at the end of the day, they're still they're still a top tier team. I would, I would imagine we could, we could probably imagine that or, or at least agree to a certain point that this team is, the expectations are still high. And, you know, if you want to use standings as an excuse as to why the lightning, you know, or our, how our view of the lightning should be, that's fine. I mean, I don't really look at stats until after Thanksgiving and really take them seriously. But for the sake of conversation, the Lightning are in second place right now in the Atlantic Division. Only five points behind Boston, who not looking forward to playing them. But And then you look at Chicago, who is last in their division. They have eight points. They have not even gotten double-digit points this year. And their plus-minus is minus 12. So just looking at at those stats, and if you were wondering, Lightning are plus five goal differential. Pretty soon they'll probably be even. When you look at this Lightning team and you look at the Blackhawks team, strip away Bedard, strip away Perry, strip away whoever else you would like, Taylor Hall, you would kind of figure that this would be a game in the stretch when you're looking at the schedule that – the Lightning should win, right, on paper, in theory. But no, the Lightning never win those games. I always feel like we, at least over the last year, we've been talking about this, or it comes up more times than not, that there are games on the schedule that could tip either way. Those are the games like Toronto, for example. Those are the games like Carolina that is we are going to see again. And, you know, as long as the Lightning play well in those games, Win or lose, I'm it, it's unless the lightning were robbed or you know, whatever. I don't have a problem, win or lose. Preferably would like to walk away with a point at least. But when you're getting to games on the schedule and you're playing in Ottawa, like a Montreal, a Buffalo, Toronto, and then you look at some of the lower teams across the league. Like a Columbus, 
a Philly. Pittsburgh's not particularly having a good year by Pittsburgh standards. San Jose, 100%. <laughs> St. Louis, who's coming up. Chicago. Aren't those games that we should at least have some sort of confidence going into? Aren't those games that the Lightning should maybe force the issue a lot? And I'm not going to get into the whole starting off slow kind of thing because it seems as though, you know, I can't really complain. The last couple of games, the Lightning have been playing well. They've been really doing a better job early on of getting things started. It's second and third periods that are an issue now. Where And, and that's the other issue I have with this team is that you know, if you want to have all this talk and all this excitement around your team saying that you are a good team, that you are contending for a championship, how do how do realistic fans expect to believe you when you can't even play 60 minutes? And that's the issue. Now, most likely, as we await for the start of the third period, in stereotypical lightning fashion, which usually happens with this team, is that we will probably see the ice tilt in the lightning's favor in the third period. And then you will see some late turnaround where either the lightning end up winning this game, force it to overtime. Or they'd fall just short. And I spoke about it before the season as well. As, and this goes into either starting early or you know starting off slow. Is this team really needs to do a better job of winning games. Not only winning games. But winning in regulation. Something that they have not done a good job of. And not only that. You're just. You're, you're not giving yourself, you're really doing yourself a disservice by extending the game and making your guys play more minutes. And I'm, I, I really, that's why I had to turn off the game tonight because of the three scenarios that I just threw your way. Either this team's going to lose in regulation by just the skin of their teeth, they're going to force it to overtime and lose. Or they're going to win in overtime. I don't see the Lightning really being able to overcome a three-goal deficit in regulation. I don't. I don't see it at this point in time, especially when you've already given up five goals. So let me know in the comments below what you think. I'm sure if the Lightning come back and win, I will hear a lot of flack from some of you on our YouTube page. Uh, and if you haven't already done so, please go ahead, like, and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. So we'll be wrapping things up in just a little bit, talking about, you know, what's next? Because right now we're recording this under the assumption that the Lightning will lose this game. Uh, we'll talk about what's next, who's coming up on the schedule, all that more coming up soon. But first, let's talk about our friend, and sponsor our friends over at park view. Now as a business owner, you realize there are times when receivables might fall behind, but that doesn't mean you need to fall behind on vendor payments, payroll or rent more than 25 years 
for more than 25 years, Parkview Advance has helped businesses secure working capital from 5000 to $1.5 million. Parkview Advance can approve your working capital in as little as 24 hours. As much, It's as much easier process than you might imagine. We invite the many entrepreneurs that are locked on NHL fans to learn more by calling us at 203-675-0071 or go to parkviewadvance.com. If your business needs working capital, call Parkview Advance today. Parkview Advance, helping businesses with their working capital. Go to parkviewadvance.com. So as always and forever, I will always thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Some of you, your last uh, last listen of the night, as you might be rounding out your night uh, after possibly the lightning could potentially fall to the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. And now the question remains, the question that we've asked ourselves too many times, really, in this young season. What next for the Tampa Bay Lightning? You know, how can they turn this around? Um, like I said, listen, am I proud of it? No, I'm not. But I had to turn off the game tonight for the sake of my television. Because if I, 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 I don't want to sit there and see something happen that I kind of already know what's going to happen with this team. I want this team to surprise me. And so far, they have not. Uh, the only surprise I got was Monday night. I'm sorry. I know. I'm going to keep bringing that up. But. That was just very embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> so coming up for the Tampa Bay Lightning as they potentially have to figure out a way to turn things around. It doesn't get any easier for them. And that's why I always say these are the games that the Lightning have to and should win. And yet they still go out there and disappoint me. So they have tomorrow off Friday and and then they have one more game at home against Carolina Hurricanes, seven o'clock start. And then they have a couple of days off. Maybe they need that. Maybe they need a couple of days off to clear their heads. And then they go on a little road trip. They go to uh, St. Louis, who, again, game that should be won. But with this team, nothing's guaranteed. And then Chicago next week again. And then they have the fun task of next weekend getting to play against Connor McDavid, which is something that very much scares me um like i said lightning do not play well against star players and Connor mcdavid is the best player on the on the planet right now so that's not something to look forward to and then you know if they could somehow squeak out a win there that'd be amazing because well at the same time edmonton doesn't really have any gold uh, they don't have any goaltending their their team and, and that's really their biggest Achilles heels. Mm-hmm. Their team that just has amazing offense between Drysidle and McDavid. And it's incredible that that's the only two guys you need really to to score. But similar position as a lightning. They they aren't able to keep the puck out of the net for different reasons. And then after that the lightning get to to play against the Boston Bruins who like I said I am not looking forward to that. Um, probably the the worst back to back games I think the Lightning will have thus far all year. I mean, <laughs> if the Lightning if the Lightning can win 
both those games. I I don't know. I I I have to th- I have to give more thought into this because I I definitely there should be some sort of way for me to eat my words because I don't have faith that they can, and I'm not going to shave my beard because Thanksgiving's that week. Um, and I'm not going to shave my head either. So uh, let me know in the comments below what you think I should do as kind of like a payback towards me for maybe having some doubt. Um, in this team, and then you have the Winnipeg Jets who are one of those teams who a lot of people don't think are going to go very far this year, but Connor Hellebuck is a hell of a goaltender. Um, teams like this who are kind of like on the low end of the NHL, like I always say, are are teams that are dangerous. They're going to go out there. They're going to play 100 miles per hour. They're going to hit. They're, they're going to finish their checks. Um, they're going to play very hard, and the Lightning have trouble with teams like that, especially early on. And then you got Carolina. Colorado on a back-to-back with Arizona. And then you got the Penguins finish out the month of November. And like I always say, kind of American Thanksgiving into Christmas is kind of, I think, like the right measuring time to kind of look at a team and see what they've done and how they're playing. You know, that's sort of to a certain degree what you see is what you get maybe the lightning should get a a little bit more of a grace period because they don't have andre vasileski but given the state of this team given the fact that their early struggles in this season in my opinion are not largely attributed to goaltending because you look at johansson he has played very similar at least numbers wise um to what we could have potentially have seen out of Vasilevsky to start the season. Um, are there some saves that Johansson should have made in certain situations? Yeah, absolutely. It's every goaltender. Um, but given how badly or let's say poorly the Lightning have played in front of uh, Tom, what we saw last night from Tompkins, um, from Johansson, I think those guys have really risen up uh, to the occasion and have really made the most of the the situation that is, you know, the absence of eighty eight. Because, and it's an, in a way, as as much as we're excited to see those see Andre Vasilevsky back in a couple of weeks, I would imagine. I mean, they said Thanksgiving we should maybe see him. I mean, at the same time, you know, if you're not 100% sure he's ready, you know, I would say start him the first week of December just to kind of give him an extra time to get into the thick of things. I mean, I'm not entirely sure where he's at. I know he was at the ice last week working out and doing things, but, I mean, that's nothing compared to an NHL game and – I wouldn't expect him to come back and completely light the world on fire in his first couple of games. Um, but it, it's it's kind of unfortunate in a way because I think Tompkins and Johansson have really come along together as, as a duo. I thought the way he played last night, Matt Tompkins, I thought that was very encouraging. Um, you know, these guys aren't making like phenomenal saves. They're making textbook goaltending saves the saves that you're supposed to make 
in order to succeed at the NHL level. So, you know, it, it was a cool little, I wouldn't say experiment, but a cool little shift in the way the lightning do things. But, um, the end of the day, when 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 he comes back, Vasilevsky, this team's gonna have to play better in front of him. I don't care, you know, if he's the best goaltender or one of the best goaltenders in the world. At the end of the day, this team needs to still play better in front of their goaltenders, whether it be Johansson or Vazzy or Tompkins or whoever. Uh, this team needs to do better um, and continue to improve offensively earlier in games. And not only that, obviously, just come out of the gate swinging in the second period. Um, you know, if you start to see a team start to taper off in the third, it's understandable. It happens as the game goes on. The other team figures you out and vice versa. And yeah, but first, second, lightning in theory should for a majority of the games that we have played thus far and will play in the next couple of weeks should edge out some of these teams, you know, even even Edmonton. But you you and. I don't know. Carolina is a toss up, but St. Louis, Chicago, I'll throw I'll You know what? I'll throw an Edmonton there. Um, St. Louis, Chicago, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Arizona. And you know what? Hell with it. I'm going to say Pittsburgh. Lightning should win all those games. And they can, you know, I, Especially if Johansson's in, in net, I think Tompkins will get the Arizona game, which is fine. Um, I don't have any faith that the Lightning are going to win against Colorado. I just think too many guys on that team that could kill you. Cal McCarr is one of them. I think he probably makes me more nervous than Nathan McKinnon. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk more about that as that game comes up. I'm sure we'll be doing some sort of crossover with the guys. Uh, from Locked On and Avalanche, so definitely tune in then for that. So uh, we'll we'll have to sit back and and see how the rest of this game unfolds tonight. Lightning are currently down five uh, two, heading into the third period of tonight's game against the Chicago Blackhawks, and we'll be back tomorrow to recap that game. Hopefully, maybe Lightning will be come back and win that game in glorious fashion. So, in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.